0: Welcome, you are listening to a broadcast by Barnabas Foundation, your trusted partner for smart and powerful generosity. And here's your host, Reverend Philip Leo, Director of Church Communications. Hey everyone, I'm Philip Leo, I'm Church Communications Director at Barnabas Foundation. I'm so happy you've taken time to join me this afternoon or this morning, depending on where you're at. Uh, for Facebook Live. So good to be with you. I'm also especially excited to be sharing with you a new church stewardship survey. Uh, Super excited about all the possibilities related to this tool, this resource for you. We already have two churches. We haven't really rolled it out yet. We're doing that right now, uh, but already have two churches that are lining up to use this I think uh, as I share this, you're going to see its value. You're going to see uh, how it's a really helpful tool for you in leadership, in church leadership. So thankful uh, to be able to walk through this with you. I want to start with basically a little bit of the history for us at Barnabas Foundation in terms of church surveys. We've done uh, church stewardship surveys for many, many years, a long history Uh, yielding rich results for many churches that have participated in our church surveys. Uh, One of the challenges related to church surveys have been that they've tended to be rather involved. Um, They've also taken quite a bit of time, even energy and resource related to completing them and getting results and things like that. Our goal with this church stewardship survey, as we were sort of reformatting it, we wanted it to make it simplified we wanted to make it efficient we wanted to make sure that it was going to be a tool for you that you were going to be able to use not just sort of once in sort of a huge effort to to roll it out but we wanted it to be simple enough to use that you could use it repeatedly as you establish a baseline as you uh, revisit um, the survey and re-administer it uh, to get a different read on your congregation so that's um, that's some of the history related to our church stewardship survey. I also want to just mention how important it is, uh, here at Barnabas Foundation is over the years, we've identified three key areas relating to, uh, generous giving in our congregations and from our members. Uh, we've always looked at communicating a compelling vision. We've always recognized Uh, The power of vision when it comes to giving and how people give uh, and uh, give enthusiastically when uh, they see what the vision is of the church, when that vision is clearly communicated, when it's a compelling vision. Uh, So we've always recognized that. Another factor for us has been spiritual disciplines. We've always recognized that as our hearts grow, uh, for God as uh, We grow in our devotional lives as our arms open up wide to God our, our hands also open up as we give more generously so um, That's been another critical factor. We've uh, always tried to track and then third We're always looking at improving financial literacy We're always recognizing that it's important that people have tools for growing in their own ability to manage their own finances uh, we've always seen that when people have a better handle on their personal finances, that it uh, positions them to be able to give. It positions them to be able to give more generously. So those three areas have been critical for us over the years at Barnabas Foundation as it relates to giving within the congregation. But the survey part comes in here. Um uh, we're always looking for ways to measure what we say are our beliefs, but then what are our behaviors? Do what we say we believe, does, or do, does what we do match what we say we believe? And that's where the survey comes in, um, and I'll say a little bit more about that in a moment. Um, and then the repeat part, I'll say this again, I've already mentioned it, but uh, it's important to establish a baseline and then continue to revisit uh, your previous data take a look at it and see how things things have changed or um, how you need to adjust Uh, let's just work through uh, the question of why a survey well uh, when a church or when church leaders uh, administer a survey it's demonstrating that they're interested in listening and I don't have to tell you at all that good leaders good leaders and good leadership listens Um, purpose. And that's an important part of it as well. Uh, This is important. I already mentioned this, but establishing a connection between belief and behaviors. I'll just give you an example. Um, We always say that prayer matters. We always say that prayer is a priority and it is a priority. Um, But what does that look like in the life of members, uh, the members from our church? What does prayer look like day to day, week to week? And uh, if we have some information about what that looks like, we will be able to set strategy for how to grow in our prayer lives together as a congregation. So that's just one one example. And again, uh, measuring the effectiveness of programming and resources. Really, this is just um, using a survey to connect the dots between giving that happens, between the giving that people do for our church and church programs. In other words, another way to say it is, um, are, are, are the members of our church able to see that their giving is being translated into effective ministry at their church? Do they have that sense? I mean, that would be really good information to have. It'd be really good to know that as church leaders, because then um, you could work to improve that uh, communication or improve ministry. And that's what I'm talking about here, identify a plan for improvement. Uh, what do we have to do to improve how our ministry is delivering and also um, how people are perceiving our ministry? So that's what uh, the purpose of a, a church survey. I want to walk you through the survey. I'm not going to go through every last question of it, but I want you to see the survey with me. Um A few things that I want to say before I click on the link. First of all, uh, I want you to know that the survey takes 10 minutes or less to complete. It's not the kind of thing where you're sitting down for 35 minutes or 45 minutes to complete this. Uh, Your church members will be able to complete it in 10 10 minutes or less. Also, uh, it's important to stress, and we do this throughout all of our promotional literature, that the survey is anonymous. Um, it's impossible to tie it back to an individual that takes it or a family that takes it, even though it's done uh, through a, a, a link that we sent to you. There's no way to tie it back. And also, uh, I want to mention too that this survey is complimentary for Christian Reformed churches. There's no cost to this. That this is a tremendous value. Um, and like I said, there's already churches, uh, a couple of them, lining up to take it. We haven't, uh, we haven't really rolled it out yet. So. I'm confident you'll see its value as well. So um, the first section is on mission and vision. And I just want to, this is probably one of the few slides that I'm going to spend any amount of time on, but um, just look at the uh, sort of the questions or the statements on the left there. Our church has a clear vision for the future that compels me to get involved. The pastor and leadership of my church regularly articulate the mission and vision of our church to the broader congregation. The programs of our church flow from a clear mission and vision. I know that any contributions, time, energy, resources that I give to the church will make a difference in people's lives. You can see um, how this information would be helpful to church leaders as you think about the ministry, as you think about where uh, your church's ministry is going. How do people view that connection between their uh, their contributions and uh, your church ministry, uh, the next section is on church financial resources it 's asking about um, whether people feel like or understand that your church is providing tools for financial literacy it 's also asking what their impression is what 's their general impression of um, what 's their general impression of how uh, church resources are stewarded. Um, how do they see your church budgeting and using resources? What's their impression of that? Uh, the next section, again, we talked about spiritual disciplines. Um, notice the categories across are sort of like, what's the frequency? It's, that, it's really not trying to put guilt on anyone in terms of, are you doing these kinds of things? It's sort of like, what's the frequency of uh, when you read your Bible and pray and attend worship service, serve, all those sorts of things Again, um, the data from these, uh, from these questions will help you determine strategy going forward. Uh, charitable giving. Um, not, we're not looking for amounts here. How much are people giving? We're looking at frequency. Are people giving to, uh, what's the frequency that they give to your church? and What about other ministries uh, other than your church? Uh, are they interested? Do they ever donate non-cash assets, gifts of stock, and and the like? Those kinds of questions. Personal finances, again, this is a touchy area. People can feel funny about this, but we're not looking for quantity. We're just trying to get a sense of what's the feel that, what feel do people have around their personal finances? Do they feel like they have access to financial, good sound financial advice? Do they have peace about the amount of debt they're carrying? um what about their savings how do they feel about their savings personal planning again this is related to personal finances uh very similar we have questions about a will um, and depending on how someone fills this out uh, there are follow-up questions uh, some of them being um, are have you included a gift to your church in your will or other ministry not-for-profit ministry organizations again that would be good information to have generally and then there's a, a spot for feedback. There is uh, just some very general demographic uh, material to fill out. You'll see here it asks about income levels and things like that, but it also says that um, you don't have to disclose that if you don't want to as part of it. I know sometimes people can feel a little um, a little touchy about that and then you and then you submit. So I wanted you to see that. I wanted you to see um, how important that was. I want to talk to you about promotional materials. This is another thing we're really excited about. Uh, what we have for you is we have a packet of promotional materials uh, that includes a bulletin insert. That's a picture that we have here is a, is a bulletin insert. It also includes a series of bulletin announcements that you can also use uh, with your email list. We can, um, so it includes sort of like uh emails and bullet announcements prior to the delivery of the survey and then I'll uh, follow up as well. So there's all kinds of promotional materials. We have a screen for you to show during your services, a PowerPoint screen for your services. And then um, I wanted to just uh, stop a moment on the survey report and recommendations. This is what church leaders will get back this is just uh, one of the tools that you'll be able to use what we wanted to do with the survey results is we wanted to simplify we wanted to give kind of an overview chart of all the areas of the survey and we wanted to make it really easy to read so we designed kind of a pass fail Um, graph, not that this would be shared with your congregation, we don't necessarily like to put things in terms of pass fail, but this is helpful for leaders to recognize and identify which areas might be areas that you want to target related to strategies going forward for growing generosity within your church. Also, and this is another important part of it, Barnabas Foundation will provide you uh, your leaders with a set of customized recommendations. And those recommendations will include resources. It'll include tools, um, ideas going forward. Um, it'll all uh, fix on what you're doing related to strategy, what areas you might want to focus on related to um, next steps uh, for, for your church. Um, let me just share... How it goes in terms of timeline. Once you set a date for distributing the survey link to your congregation, again, you just use the email, uh, the group email list that you lo- use to communicate with your church. Uh, once that date is set, then uh, six weeks prior to that, probably at about four weeks, I'm going to share with you a promotional packet. I'll share with you um, all the resources that you're going to need. Uh, the emails, the PowerPoint, everything you're going to need to promote the survey. Uh, Once you send the link out, the survey will be active with your church members for three weeks. Um, It'll take about two weeks to get a report back to your leaders with customized recommendations. Um, Also, that chart that I was showing you just a moment ago. Um, And then uh, once... Once your leaders have had a chance chance to digest the results, to think about strategies, next steps, uh, what kinds of things uh, they're going to be implementing, I'm certainly available to to walk along with you and have conversations around that uh, with you uh, related to those. And then you'll see the last one. It says after three years, repeat the survey. Um, Again, it's important to to establish a baseline to recognize that. uh, information changes, that people's attitudes changes, and also sort of gauge how you're doing in terms of, of adjusting and promoting church ministry and promoting generosity uh, in, in your church. Um, let's see, I think that's, if you have questions, you can call me. I'm going to go, I'm going to stop sharing this screen here. I don't want to end on this, but let me get to stop share. There I am. Um, If you have questions, call me or email me. My email address is pleo at Barnabas Foundation. I wanna just mention to you that um, we're going to be rolling out a new church group on Facebook. Uh, Look for information about this. Look for a link to this uh, in our next issue, our next pastor's e-newsletter called Giving Well. Uh, We're excited to be able to roll out uh, a, a group For Facebook, a Barnabas Foundation group for Facebook, because uh, we'll be able to locate our materials, all of our resources, all of our tools for you very, very easily there. We're really excited about being able to share that with you. Also, keep in mind that uh, the spring issue of Generosity Today, that's a quarterly newsletter designed for your church members around uh, generous giving, around uh, giving gifts of non-cash assets. and gifts and will. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That gets sent to your church offices, and uh, that can be put in church mailboxes. There's a PDF attachment. It can be put in church mailboxes as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Let me know if you have any questions, and I'm so glad that uh, you took the time to join me uh, this afternoon. Thanks, and God bless. Thank you for listening. This audio has been brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. Learn how we can help you experience smart and powerful generosity. Visit us today at www.barnabasfoundation.com.